0: Welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. This is another edition of Talk Radio. Today's topic is lockout. And yeah, I got this lock here in front of me, but it's locked. And it appears I've been locked out. How do I get this thing open? Damn, I'm going to have to work on that. Yes, that's right. We're going to do an uh, addition um, about the baseball because we are officially in a lockout. so I'm gonna talk a little bit about what that means. Um, I'm also gonna keep it fun and simple so I'm gonna put a comical spin on what life is like without baseball or what we might expect if they can't get it unlocked like this lock I got it's just locked. So let's we're gonna get into that. but first, it's Paul on talk radio. Okay, thank you, Mr. Organist. One of the great things about going to a baseball game is you get to hear that organ. And it's just such a great sound because you'll sit there and when you hear that organ, that means it's time to have a beer, it's time to have a hot dog, it's time to get a little sun on the face and enjoy America's greatest pastime, as we all know it, or knew it, as baseball. But as we mentioned they we are officially in a lockout what does that mean and I'm going to keep this simple because it can become a very complicated scenario but I want to keep it simple because I'm going to put some comical aspects into this here in a minute or two all this means right now is that on the business level baseball has come to a halt and that's because the players which are the union the owners which is the association have not been able to come to an agreement so they've decided, let's put everything on hold. And until they come to an agreement, baseball has come to a standstill. Now, the good news, right now it's the preseason, or I'm sorry, the off season. So they picked the right time, at least for this to happen. So they've got time to work this out. They do. But a lot of people fear, eh, they probably ain't going to work it out because they're far apart. And what it gets right down to is there's one code that keeps us locked out. <gasps> Wait a minute. I got the code. I know what the code is. And I'm gonna put it into my um to my little lock here and see if it works. And the code is this is what the code is, and I'm no genius. Everybody knows what the code is. Code sounds something like this. Wait, the code is M, O, N, E. Why? That's right! It's money! Oh look! My lock is open! At least I'm not locked out. And you're not locked out of the sports comedy show. Um, I wouldn't do that to you. Because their lockout, at the core, it's all about money. It's all about that mean, mean green and what it'll do. And to be honest, the level of the money we're dealing with, of course it's going to get down to money. Because it's always about the money. And we live in a money world, a money society. We are America, the biggest money capital of the world. And baseball is one of the biggest, one of one of them all. So money is what this whole thing is all about. You know, some people got to have it. These players, they want their fair share. The association says, you've got it. And they're saying, no. Players are saying, no, you've got billions. We're, we're scratching for millions. So, a lot of interesting sides to the whole story. So, that's really what this whole thing is about, is money. Um, Some interesting aspects of it. And then, it can also become very complicated. So, as I mentioned, I'm not going to get into the complicated side. They need to come up, uh, they need to come to an agreement. And as I mentioned, they're far apart, but they've got time. So, let's hope they work it out. But let's talk about what this means if they end up going to a strike, which... We At this point, we don't know. Personally, I don't think it will. Just from the standpoint that when you go to a strike, that means, guess what? Nobody gets nothing. And they've gone to strikes before. And history have shown us that lockouts lead to strikes. But I I just think that they're, um, at at this day and age, uh, I just think a strike would be disastrous for everybody so I, I think they'll get it settled, or I'm, I'm an optimistic guy. I would like to hope they get it settled, um, although I've heard a ton of commentary that says uh, it ain't going to happen. But nonetheless, life without baseball, what if they went to a strike? How could we live without baseball? That organ, that sound of just being out at the game, you know, and, and, and sitting there and being able to root your team on, being able to take the afternoon off. Being able to not have to pay a bazillion bucks like every other sport, although baseball is getting expensive, or baseball tickets are getting more and more expensive, I should say. Just the ability to sit there and eat peanuts and throw the peanut shells everywhere, to drink a beer and have a hot dog and enjoy the sun because it's baseball, it's America's pastime, but we are in jeopardy of losing baseball for a season. Would that, how would that fare with us? Now, I know some baseball fanatics are thinking, without baseball, I don't know how to live my whole life's baseball. See, I've been married 20 years, but I've been doing baseball my whole life. Without baseball, I got to stay home and, you know, listen to my wife. Well, not to bash the husbands and wives there, but baseball is America's pastime. How are we going to cope without it? Oh, what, what a tragedy to not to be able to follow those games in. I mean, every summer, you know, there's usually nothing else going on on these long, hot summer days but a good old-fashioned baseball. You know, how many are the Dodger fans what, on the West Coast? Life without baseball on, with the Dodgers would just be devastating. What if you're on the East Coast and you got your Mets and your Nationals and your Phillies? How can you live without baseball? I don't know. I think I'm going to cry. You know, without baseball, it would be traumatic. But I think I have a solution, and this is going to be where I put in the comical spin to how we can resolve this matter with this lockout because they're all fighting about money, as I said. But here's the real bummer. I'm going to even go one step further. Here's the real pisser. Who's the one that loses out on this? You want to know who it is? It's not the players. It's not the owners, because ultimately they will come to an agreement. Ultimately, they will get done what needs to get done. Ultimately, they're going to get a real big pie and splice it up. The one who loses is the one who makes the pie, who bakes the pie, provides everything for them in that pie, and that is you and I, the fans. It's America, because we're the ones who... Invest in them by going to their games, we invest in them by watching their games, we invest in them by putting on our favorite team's hat and logos, because we are fans and it's a part of America, so it's all our money, time, and effort that we put into it, that's what we're, That's what it takes for them to get what they have, and we're going to lose. Because all that's going to be for nothing because they're taking all our precious time and memories and they're wrapping it up in the almighty dollar bill and wanting to splice it up. How uncool is that? The ones that lose are the ones that feeds them. There's an old saying. My dad used to say this all the time. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. And that's exactly what's going to happen here. Baseball is going to bite the hand that feeds them. That's us, that's me, that's you. That's every American out there. That's everybody listening to the show. That's everybody who's at those stadiums every day, whether there's there for whether there's five thousand people or fifty thousand people every single day in every single stadium across the country because we are the fans. we are the ones that lose out if they strike. We are the ones that lose out if they can't come to an agreement because all our money, time and effort is going to come to a halt because we've realized everything that we wanted to root for. Can't make an agree. Can't come to an agreement on a business level. So it all has to stop. Boy, that's awfully frustrating, isn't it? So, I think I've got a good story here, a good little comical spin on this. You know, as I mentioned, the players are the union, the owners are the associations, but there's somebody else who needs to come to this bargaining table. Not the lawyers. Not the commissioner. That's right. It's the people who bake that pie. That's the American fans. That's you and I. We need to get to that table. We need to come up with our own union, with our own associations, because we are the American fans. We're the ones that supply the money. Let's get our people to the table. All of a sudden, it would be a three-way dimension if you got the players, the owners, and the people who provide the money, the fans, and all of a sudden it would look a little bit different if we had the ability to come to the table and say, hey, you guys are gouging us at every which way possible, and now you're going to fight about everything you took from us on how to split it up? No, no, no that's not going to happen anymore because this is America, and the fans have a right to have their voices heard. That's why we have podcasts like this. That's why Paul on the Sports Comedy Show is speaking his mind because it's the fans that lose, and when the fans lose, we're at the table. We're going to bring some of that money back. Because we're tired of paying 20 to $50 for a parking space. We're tired of spending $20 on a beer. We're tired of spending $15 on a hot dog. Hell, 10, 20 years ago, a hot dog was 2 bucks. Now they're $20. bucks. we are tired of doing that. And yes, that's what we need to do. We need to have the fan association The fan union come to the table because where we would dominate is in the numbers because there's fans all across this country. There's six million Americans, and I can quite show you, you bring that to the table, your owners and your players are going to see things a lot different. Like, well, yeah, you know, we can budge a little here and there. Christ, you know, yeah, yeah, these numbers are a little distorted because when the fans speak, then... Together, if we join together as one group, we have power. So, here's my first thought on this: is well, that all sounds great, but what fan is going to be able to get into this? It's the group of America. You know, all we need to do is just get a little power. And what you do is you get your sponsors from your big corporations who aren't in baseball. What about Geico, America's Sure insurance, insurance, the auto insurance, the home insurance? Geico would be a great representative because everybody wants to save money and that's what Geico's all about. Come to Geico and we're going to save you 20%. Like, yes. Take that to the table. Hey, Americans want to go to the baseball um, arbitration and they want to save money. Save us 20%. Could you just see that little gecko, that, that, that little green guy out there? Hello. Listen, I'm here at the bargaining table for all these Americans because you greedy owners and players, you can't, to, you can't decide what you want. Now, I'm a gecko. I don't even have a hand, so I can't put on a baseball glove. But I'm here for the American people, and I'm going to save them 20%. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's all about them for their money, and we're the fans. So it's the voices across America that needs to be heard, that needs to be brought to the table, so these two sides can be realistic about things and come to to an agreement and give back to the fans, to the fans that they love. You know, let's see a few more discounted tickets. Let's see, you know, the right field bleachers be cheap enough where oh, everybody can come to the game and fill them up. Let's see parking be attached to a ticket so you don't have to spend an extra 20 to 50 or even $100 for a parking spot. Do I have your attention now? Because I'm thinking, hey, they're thinking, yeah, you know what, screw these players and owners. We're the ones who's taking it in the shorts. It's the fans because they want our money. Ain't that the truth? So let's get that little Geico, that little Gecko, or Geico, let's get the little Gecko from Geico out there to represent us and go, yes, we're going to save money because the American fans have spent too much money on baseball. How? $100 a ticket. Those tickets behind home plate, those are $1,000. And then you got to sit there and look through the net. We can't have this anymore. We need a better game, a better way for you to do this. That's right, folks. We need the fans to come to the table. Not sure how that can happen unless we've come together as one group in America. So listen to this podcast. Don't be afraid to tell it to a friend. Get it to the big sponsors. Let's find a way to get the voice of the people to the table in this negotiation stall. And hopefully they can come to an agreement. It would be nice if they, they could benefit us. Hey, we've come to an agreement and we've realized that really this is all about the fans out there. So we're going to do more promotional nights. We're going to give away more bobbleheads. We're going to give away more t-shirts. We're going to give away more bats and banners. Then now all of a sudden the fans are like, yes, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to watch that game after all. That's the way it should work. Unfortunately, my fear is when this is all said and done and they've come to an agreement... How much we're paying now for tickets, parkings, um, beers, accessories, all that stuff, it's only going to go up because they're going to demand more money from each other, and they're going to come to an idea, and this is how that works. (gasps) Well, we need more money. What if we raise the prices? What if we take it out on the fans? Those $1,000 tickets, let's just charge $2,000. Those people that can barely afford those bleacher seats for $20 or $30, let's get those up to $50 or $100. That's what my fear is, and my fear is based on previous experience. Hell, like I said, when we were a kid, a, a Dodger dog was two bucks, a ticket to a game was five bucks. Yeah, how much are they now? Hell, you got to just tip them five dollars. You're a bad person for that hot dog and beer. It's ridiculous. So uh, we need to find a way for them to to come to an agreement and to appreciate what the fan is. But like I said, my fear is that's not going to happen. That's my spill on the lockouts. Again, like I said, it is all about money. Let's get back for a minute. It's about live without baseball. Because some of us are going to have withdrawals. You know, Uh, personally, I like to see the Mets lose day in, day in, day in, day out, day in, day out. Now they got a couple big names, so this year they might win day in and day out. But we're not going to see that if they go to a strike. You know, personally, I'm an Astro fan. And I love it when everybody says, oh, they're just a bunch of cheaters. But they go out there and whoop ass every day, and they ain't cheating. But yet, that's baseball. That's controversy. That's what we want. And Mets fans, I'm not just picking on you, because you guys will come around and win a championship. Don't worry about that. There's other teams that fall into that funk. Look at the Dodgers. Hey, we got big bucks. What we're going to do, we're going to buy a World Series. They tried that last year, and it didn't work so good, did they? Maybe they should have learned something from the New York Yankees in the 90s and 2000. It's awfully hard to buy a World Series, but these teams with money are going to do it. And here we are, our fans, loyal, dedicated, Yankee fans out there with their shirts. You know, they hate those Boston Red Sox. What about the rivalries, the Yankees-Red Sox? You got everybody in Beantown going, bring on a Yankee. Come on, what's that? They're not. There's no Yankee? Well, who am I going to fight with? i got to fight with somebody. Give me a Yankee. No, the Yankees have stopped coming because baseball is coming to a stop. How can we live with that? How can we deal with that? I don't know. It's going to be a tough one. But that's where we're at. So let's hope these guys come to an agreement. Let's hope they realize that the fans are the ones that made this all possible and stop gouging us. Let's hope somebody on a high executive level, you know, either at Geico or Gecko or wherever – Whatever that insurance company is, here's this podcast. And go, you know, he makes a little bit of sense there between all its comedy and jokes. What he says is true. It's the fans are the ones that takes it. Let's hope this gets to the commissioner of baseball. Well, yeah, listen to this guy. It's the fans are the ones that are losing. So why don't you guys get it together and give back to the fans? Because if not, nobody gets nothing. And then when it's all said and done, you're going to charge them more, and you're not. You're going to lose your audience. You know. And to some degree, they have lost their audience. <coughs> Excuse me. Because baseball was America's pastime for many years. It was baseball and apple pie. But guess what? There's another sport that's kind of jumped to the forefront now, and that's football. That's right. Because football became interactive. Once everybody got into a fantasy league, they could do it for free or for a, a paid event or a, a paid league, so to say. They became a part of the game. And all of a sudden, people like football. Oh, I can participate. They're not gouging me for more. I can do this, and I can even do it for free if I wanted to. Do you realize how big of a of, of, a, um, of a big advantage that is or was for football? And all of a sudden, people got more interested in football than baseball. People saw baseball, yeah, that's long and boring, but football. We all live for football because when football season comes, it's all magical. We wait for Sunday, and then we got Monday night, we can get through the week. Oh, God, it's Thursday. we got a Thursday game. Baseball doesn't have that intensity that it used to because football's taking it over because they've given to the fans. It's interactive. Granted, everything's still expensive as hell, but the fact is that the NFL looks at their fan base and so does NBA and NHL, unlike baseball who just plays forever and ever and lingers and lingers, 160 games, you know we're dropping like flies out here. The the players and and um, the association says that's why we need more of your money. Well, we've given you enough money, so we want to see baseball get it together. If not, you're going to see a lot less fans, a lot less people who really care once they do come back, and we're going to turn to the other sports. Okay, guys, that's been my spill on baseball. You know I went through that whole cast without doing any plugs, so I'm going to give you a plug here before we end it and. Well, I guess I'm going to plug myself. If you have a chance, get over to my website, sportscomedyshow.net. All kinds of neat stuff. I'm going to put up a little banner on this show that um, I just did. I'm also going to do a blog. There will be a blog out in the next day or two regarding um, my take on baseball and how they should give to the fans and stop bickering among the players in Union. We'll see how far that gets. But nonetheless, it will be out there. The the website is sportscomedyshow.net. And if you have any comments you'd like to, to add to this or, or send to me, please do. The email is show at gmail.com. Tell me which side of this argument are you on. Are you with the players? Are you with the owners? Or are you a fan like me and just want to hear more from Paul at Sports Comedy? <laughs> okay, you guys get it. Send me something. If not, get to that website. I want to... Thank you for listening. And if you liked it, if you thought I made a little, you know, what I said made sense and I kept it comical, tell a friend. Let's get this show to a bigger level so some of these big networks can really hear what it's about and get Paul's idea from the sports comedy show to the forefront. Where's that lock? Oh, I got that lock. I have that code. Oh, it got locked again. I guess I'm officially locked out and baseball's in jeopardy boys and girls and ladies and men and that's going to do it for this episode of talk radio thank you for listening and i'll see you soon